Today is Friday, January 12th, 2024. We have survived our next week of January 2024. And wow, we are barely surviving over here. The world is going insane. A new war. Are you excited for that? How you like that now, libs? A new war. Joe Biden has brought you. Democrats turn on Biden over airstrikes in Yemen. Rage against unacceptable violation of the Constitution. Wait a second. Democrats now suddenly care about the Constitution? That's amazing. Holy moly. We'll talk all about it. Trump calls out Fannie Willis and Letitia James for White House collusion. The two people that attacked Donald Trump legally this year in absolute fraudulent trials were all huddling with the White House right before they went after Trump. Isn't that interesting, ladies and gentlemen? And Congressman Tim Burchett joins the show. Made a ton of news last time he was on the program. We'll talk to him now about the new Epstein files that are out. Turns out Tim Burchett was right. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We have been broadcasting a lot this week. We will be um, uh, uh, going into the field a lot for the Iowa caucuses, for the primaries in New Hampshire, South Carolina. will be on the road, a lot to announce. And we have our energy, baby, to fight the communists. We are going to bring it this year. I'm telling you, we are going to bring it this year. We brought it in 2023. It was a record year for us. And now you have awakened the beast. And that beast is powered by caffeine. And that caffeine comes from Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee is the brand that we pump directly into our veins in order to make sure that we have the energy to fight the commies. Blackout Coffee comes right from Florida, from a wonderful, wonderful brewer of the black juice that we drink. It's always in my always in my coffee cup right here. Actually, I have two coffee cups this morning. <laughs> it's, it's amazing having a... Uh, Three kids under three. You you need you need your caffeine. This, uh, by the way, a absolutely kick-ass cup available with the brigade logo on it, the Benny Brigade and the Salty Army logo on it. Ladies and gentlemen, just a humble brigade inside of the Salty Army. That is what we do. And we fill our cups with rich black blackout coffee. You can get your blackout coffee today. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use the coupon code Benny for 20% off your first order. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Be awake, not woke. People are awake now ladies and gentlemen, in this country. So we're going to talk a lot about how much uh, Joe Biden has screwed the pooch, okay? And if you've looked into Hunter Biden's laptop, you'll see there's literally nothing a Biden won't screw. And so this is really saying a lot, okay? But the pooch has indeed been screwed. And I'm sorry for all you dog lovers out there, but um, Joe Biden is... In the dog pound. He is not doing well. His party, I've never seen his party like turn on him so viciously and so fiercely. And there's a reason why they're doing it. The reason they're doing it is because they know Joe Biden's already done. They've been allowed to turn on Joe Biden. There was a time when Joe Biden had this protection mechanism around him where you weren't allowed to criticize Joe. We've spoken with a number of Democrats. Uh, and I, I, I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm betraying any private conversations here by saying in a one-on-one that we had with Tulsi Gabbard uh, a year ago, I sat down with Tulsi for like a long dinner and she told me what it was like to run against Joe Biden, to run against the establishment. You remember that she was pretty, pretty brutal to Hillary Clinton, pretty brutal to Kamala. She ended Kamala Harris's career. Tulsi Gabbard, a legend. Um, And it was interesting. She and I were speaking about the same thing. And she was like, 
here's how it works. If you criticize someone the Democrat establishment is trying to protect, then they will evaporate all your money. I mean, they'll literally like drain your bank accounts. They will assassinate you on all in all the press. You will get no press bookings and briefings. And unlike the conservative media space where there are like independent channels, there are no independent channels for the left. The left have simply has like establishment rotted, corrupt corporate press. That's all they got. Okay. Still powerful, but it's all they have. The, the levers of power inside of the corporate press are so controlled by the Clintons and so controlled by the Obamas that if you cross them, you'll never get another interview. You'll never get another donor dollar. You'll never be able uh, to fundraise for your campaign, get people to come out on the trail with you, advocate for you. You are done. It's a mafia. It's a communist party, right? It's the Politburo of the Soviet Union. You're not allowed to cross the party. So why are so many people being mean to Joe Biden today? How's that allowed? You know, Tulsi Gabbard kind of like explained all this to me. And I was like, man, that's very interesting because um, the protection veil has now been lifted on Joe Biden. What you saw yesterday, and let's go through some of these uh, uh, Rolls Royce. Let's go through some of these tweets yesterday because Joe Biden uh, launched a new war because that's what we need. We need a new war. Country's already $34 trillion in debt. Our currency is worthless. Uh, we have a fighting force that is incapable of patrolling the, the earth. For some reason, we decided to be the earth's police. Very bad idea. No nation's ever been able to do that. The British Empire tried it. Uh, colonialism in Europe, they tried it. And this is just our new version of military colonialism. And it's not working out great. And it's going to have a terrible, uh, unless we like figure out how to do it more efficiently and effectively and just protect our country instead of every other country on earth, then we're, it's going to have a terrible result. It's going to have a terrible end result. But anyway, Joe Biden decided to, when he became president, decided to spoon the Ayatollahs, invited the Ayatollahs to the White House. I don't think he actually physically did this. Sniffed uh, whatever, whatever hat they wear on their head. I don't, even, I don't even know what they're called. ALX, what are they called? Uh, like, sni like snuggled up with the Ayatollahs, sniffed the uh, sniffed the the hats that they wear, stroked their beards, and said, "We love you." And we are going to do anything. We're going to do anything and everything we can uh, to screw the pooch. Okay, and you don't like dogs either, right? So your culture doesn't like dogs. I don't like dogs. We're just going to do everything we can to hand the Middle East over to you. We're going to get out of Afghanistan. We're going to kill a bunch of Americans getting out of Afghanistan. We're going to uh, not, we're going to not like back the Saudis, which is the nation that stands sort of in contrast with Iran in the Middle East. We're like, we're going to put uh, Iranophiles, I guess would be the right way to say it, into our administration. Uh, Robert Malloy is one of those people who is like on the payroll of Iran. We're going to stack all these people. And then we're just going to be like limp wristed. We're not going to be, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to pull out of the Middle East and we're going to create this vacuum and Iran's going to run in and fill the vacuum. And then what happens? Every container ship that rolls through the Middle East starts getting bombed to hell by Iranian proxies. Uh, this, you know, tr this, this tribal militia called the Houthis. Houthis, no relation to Hootie and the Blowfish. And that's what's happening now. That got so out of hand 
that like the vast majority of the world's cargo that crosses through the Red Sea, they have to now go around the Horn of Africa. This is disrupting massive amounts of global trade, including American interest trade, uh, making products way more expensive and way more dangerous to ship uh, because of American weakness. It's this, it's a tale as old as time. American weakness leads to multiple wars, leads to multiple wars all across the world. Um, and this wasn't happening under Trump. Why? Because people, people, people were scared S-less of Trump because they didn't know what he's going to do. Because Trump projected strength. Trump marched into North Korea and clapped Kim Jong-un on the back. In a world where we project only weakness and like pathetic dementia, fall down the stairs, poop your pants stuff. And I don't say that as an attack. Marjorie Taylor Greene was on the show earlier this week saying that Joe Biden pooped his pants. So who am I? The great congresswoman said that she received classified intelligence that Joe Biden pooped his pants. I mean, I'm not going to question her. That weakness leads to, of course, the world going to hell in a handbasket, which is precisely what has happened. And now the Democrat Party is turning on Joe over that weakness. The people in the Democrat Party who still have like, I think, like a potentially a shred of intellectual and moral honesty are saying, why have you started so many new wars, Joe? That's not really what our party is about. And we have all these tweets from today, like savaging Joe Biden. Here's Ro Khanna, who's one of these guys who like kind of randomly is on the right side of, of half the things that I care about. He's the guy that called for the banning of all stock trades in uh, Congress. Totally agree with that. Ro Khanna can like uh, generally be like, like kind of a centrist Democrat on some things. President needs to come to Congress before launching a strike against the Houthis in Yemen involving us in another Middle East conflict. Article one of the Constitution. I will stand up regardless of whether it's a Democrat or Republican. Cory Bush. Here we go. POTUS can't launch an airstrike in Yemen without congressional approval. This is illegal and violates Article one of the Constitution. Let's go, Rashid Tlaib. Uh, POTUS is violating Article one of the Constitution by carrying out airstrikes in Yemen without congressional approval. The American people need are tired of endless war. Oh, baby. Oh, man, you're pissing off the wrong people, Joe. Here we go. The president must can to con- come to Congress to authorize military force of this nature, uh, says Congresswoman Velasquez. This escalation is all the more dangerous given how high tensions are right now in the region. Uh-oh. Oh, man. And now they're going on CNN. They're running to CNN to be like, uh, Joe Biden sucks. Incredible. Here's Ro Khanna on CNN saying that everything that Joe Biden is doing is unconstitutional right now. This is not good. It plays into a much larger mosaic of what's happening with Joe Biden. Check it out. And you have said that President Biden should not have launched this strike. Why? Well, I mean, what I've said is he should have come as the Constitution requires to Congress. And that was echoed in a bipartisan way by Senator Mike Lee, uh, Representative Jonathan Jackson, and many other senators and congresspeople. The Constitution requires that if there is not an imminent threat of self-defense, that he has to come to Congress. And here we know uh, by your own uh, reporting that uh, this has been going on since December. He's assembled an entire international coalition. He certainly should have come to Congress so that we can discuss whether this actually could put more American troops at risk. I'm concerned about retaliation in Iraq and whether it could draw us into a Middle East war. And I believe that he did not follow the Constitution. Why are they being allowed to criticize Joe? That's the question. 
that's the question. How do you take, yeah, like, how do you take this moment and zoom out and say, what's actually happening here? Because this is following a trend of an acceleration of Democrats being allowed to criticize Joe Biden. Now, of course, people from the GOP are like all over this as well. Donald Trump, first and foremost, on Truth Social. So let me get this straight. We're dropping more bombs in the Middle East again, where I defeated ISIS. Our Secretary of Defense just went missing for five days, is running the war from his laptop in a hospital room, <laughs> which is totally true, by the way. Lloyd Austin has authorized airstrikes from Walter Walter Reed Hospital after going missing for a week. On December 22nd, the Secretary of Defense, on December 22nd, we have some uh, assets here, Royce. Uh, Put these two up, please. On December 22nd, the Secretary of Defense uh, went in to go get a prostate cancer removed. They called that an elective surgery. No, it's not. It's a life or death situation. Secretary of Defense is 70. When are we going to stop these geriatrics from like destroying our nation? Secretary of Defense is 70. He is a like this man is a military contractor by trade. He's getting filthy rich and getting all of his friends filthy rich by creating new wars. And he didn't even tell the commander in chief that he was in the hospital under anesthesia, which means he was out of commission. So Secretary of Defense wasn't operation uh, wasn't operable. And then he had complications resulting in a, uh, a ambulance emergency to take him to the hospital. And he didn't tell anyone anything about this. The Pentagon lied to the American people, didn't tell anybody this. So Secretary of Defense is like at a commit, like in the hospital on death's door and nobody knows anything. We do sincerely live in the Soviet Union. My God, we've just become like a, a we've just become a more pathetic, stupider version of the Soviet Union, this country. This is the same kind of stuff that they would pull in the USSR. We're like, you you wouldn't know that Stalin was dead for weeks, right? <laughs> like, he was, like it, they don't they didn't know how to handle it. Joe Biden didn't even know. Joe Biden isn't even upset about it, right? So we got a bunch of GOP responses here. We'll just blow through these. Mike Lee, Rand Paul, Matt Gates, Thomas Massey, Nancy Mace. Everyone's like, bam, 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 bam using the Democrat attack on Joe Biden against Joe Biden. Tulsi Gabbard, the person who told me a long time ago exactly how this all worked, which makes me, which really has me curiously thinking about this, like has me like really thinking, how are they allowed to criticize Biden now? And I have the answer to you. I have the answer. I We figured it out on the show. We were going back and forth with our producers all morning, and we, we figured it out. We locked it in. We know exactly why they're allowed to criticize Joe Biden now. <laughs> we'll, we'll prove it to you. Tulsi Gabbard, though, put this bug in my ear a year ago, saying you're not allowed to criticize the Clintons or the Obamas or anyone in power. They're proxies. You know, they're proxies. Like Pelosi is a proxy for Barack Obama. Joe Biden is a proxy for Barack Obama. You're not allowed to criticize these people uh, because you'll be destroyed by the machine. Here's Tulsi Gabbard saying, this is so incompetent, what's going on in this country. Tulsi Gabbard herself, I think active duty or a veteran. She's either active duty or a military veteran, one or the other. Anyway, an honorable uh, former member of Congress uh, saying Joe Biden's really, really stupid. Laura, you know, my my greatest concern, both as a soldier who serves in the Army Reserve, a veteran uh, for over 20 years and multiple deployments, 
two different war zones is how short-sighted, incompetent, and lack of caring that this administ- the Biden-Harris administration has for our own national security and the American people. Uh, you know, what, what they are doing here now appears to be not well thought out at all or considering what the ramifications of this will be and how it serves our national security interests, just like they didn't think through what the ramifications would be of taking the Houthis off of the terrorist list a few years ago, just like they didn't consider the ramifications of giving Iran over six billion dollars much of which is going not to the well-being and humanitarian interests of the Iranian people, as they they were promised, but to fund these terrorist groups like the Houthis to do exactly what they are doing, threatening global commerce and peace. We have a secretary of defense who was hospitalized for five days, and the White House uh, leaders in the Pentagon, the National Security Council, the president himself had no idea It's hard to convey this frustration, both as an American, but also as a soldier. How is this even possible coming from our leaders in the Pentagon and the president of the United States, who already turned off the lights for the night, even as our military is taking action overseas? How do you authorize a airstrike? How do you authorize a new war? Stop calling it an airstrike. It's a new war. We just bond a sovereign nation. How do you authorize a new war? From a hospital bed. How insane of times are we living in? Our Secretary of Defense just goes missing for five days in the middle of multiple ongoing conflicts that we are agitating and funding. Remember, there was a peace agreement in 2022 in Ukraine. They were all going to sign it. And Lloyd Austin kicks down the door in his Darth Vader mask and is like, I find your lack of faith disconcerting. Right. Like it's really unbelievably stupid. The people that are running this nation and Democrats are starting to say um, we got to hold our own party accountable. Seth Moulton is a member of the armed services. He's a Democrat member of Congress. And he's like, I'm going to I'm going to hold hearings about how unbelievably effed our Department of Defense is. He's a Seth Moulton is himself. A veteran. And he's like, there are going to be consequences for Lloyd Austin and Joe Biden on this. Wait, hold up. What? Like, how are Democrats talking like this about their own party? Watch. He did not handle this appropriately. It's totally unacceptable. You can't have the highest levels of our military chain of command unaware uh, that a senior official is is indisposed. And look, I served as a United States Marine lieutenant, a platoon commander at the lowest level of the officer chain of command. And I cannot imagine this happening at that level. I mean, all of us who just work in jobs where we have a a reporting chain, we know that if we don't show up, we've got to let our boss know. I mean, that's just common sense. So we all care about Secretary Austin and his family. I mean, my grandfather died of prostate cancer. We all are concerned about his health. But he has a responsibility inherent in his job, a national security responsibility to the United States to report to the president. And he failed to do that. That has to have consequences. So wait a second. When was the last time you heard Democrats calling for consequences on their own party? What's going on here? Holy smokes. Like, wait, what are we living through right now? Democrats calling for consequences for Joe Biden? What's happened? What's in the water? What is going on? Compare and contrast what's happening, of course, now, a brand new war in the Middle East. Are you excited for that? Is that what you voted for, kids? You like that? 
all the baristas who voted for Joe Biden with student, your student loan debt, your nose piercing, your blue hair. You like your three new wars, at least. Count all the new wars. You liking that? You enjoying it? Hmm. How many Houthi rebels have uh, crossed our southern border? It's a great question. Look at this old look at this old school tweet from uh, Joe Biden back in 2020. Too good. There is a tweet for everything, baby. From back in 2020, Joe Biden. Let's be clear. Donald Trump doesn't have the authority to take us into war with Iran without congressional approval. Oh, really? A president should never take his nation to war without the informed consent of the American people. Well, guess what, Joe? Your entire party is savaging you right now over this. And many of them are saying, um, bring Trump back. We have a series of clips that we are going to show you that are going to uh, make you give you a pep in your step as we head, of course, into our uh, head into our weekend here. Give you a pep in your step. You're going to love this. A series of clips that demonstrate how many Americans, Republican, Democrat, urban, rural, regardless of your socioeconomic background, where you come from, how many Americans are like screaming for Trump back? And how actually, how unified this nation actually is. What a lunatic you got to be to support Joe Biden. I mean, can you imagine like a a lamer thing in life than to support Joe Biden? Can we put up the tweet one more time, Rolls Royce? Can you imagine like, like there's nothing less cool than supporting a guy who sends out, whose staff sends out like tweets like this. And then he goes ahead and does the exact same thing three years later. I mean, the exact thing. I mean, I'm telling you, it's the exact same thing. There was a man who started No New Wars. He was on TV uh, a day ago uh, in a town hall. They didn't like his skin color, so they sent him away. Amazing how uh, diversity, equity, inclusion does not include people with orange skin. But, hey, who am I? I don't make the rules. But Orange Man, good, was on TV saying, um, remember how I got you no new wars? Uh, maybe, maybe, I, maybe you should recalibrate. Maybe you libs should recalibrate. And remember the guy that brought you no new wars, right? Here's Trump. Uh, I think he had very little chaos. I think most of the chaos was caused by the Democrats constantly going after me. And remember this. Remember that with phony Russia, Russia, Russia. I mean, if you look at Ukraine, 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 everything was phony. Uh, The FISA warrants, the uh, lying to Congress. They had chaos. They were the ones that caused the chaos. We didn't have chaos. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, the biggest regulation cuts in history. I had no wars. I'm the only president in 72 years. I didn't have any wars. And And everyone cheers. Guess who was in the audience? Who may have been in the audience there? And you're going to you're going to wince. You're going to cringe. Okay. The squad. You know, who's a secret. You know, who secretly loves Donald Trump. The squad. You know, who actually doesn't not so secretly hates Joe Biden. Who's the ringleader of the squad? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. There would be no squad without AOC. AOC is mixed together. She's a great bartender. She's mixed together a little cocktail. A couple members of Congress. And she's got herself 
a little problem. It's a drink that nobody wants to have a sip of. Very bitter drink called Biden 2024. Ask the squad, because our superpower is noticing. We're alive and we pay attention. That's the superpower of this show. Ask the squad if they want to support Biden 2024. (laughs) You'll get an answer like this. Before we go, I just want to ask uh, about President Biden. He is saying he's going to run again in 2024. Will you support him? You know, if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024, I mean, first of all, I'm focused on winning this majority right now uh, and preserving a majority this year in 2022. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But um, but I think if if the president has a vision and that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the when the time comes. That's not a yes. Yeah, you know, I think uh, we should endorse when we get to it. But I I believe that the president has been doing a very good job uh, so far. And, um, you know, should he run again? I think that I, you know, I think it's it's we'll take a look at it. (laughs) Right now, we need to focus on winning a majority instead of a presidential election. Congresswoman, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Of course. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like crap. We're laughing in the studio. I wish I was on screen for that. We're well, cracking up in the studio. That's not a yes. <laughs> Do you want Biden to win in 2024? <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse. Cory Bush is a member from the squad in what looks like a Houthi rebel uh, post American bombing base. What's the right way to say that? It w- Her district in St. Louis looks like it was just bombed by American forces and it's in Yemen. Okay. <laughs> like go through Cori Bush's district. It is so bad. It's so awful. And I'm not co- trying to compliment Cori Bush here. I'm trying to say that they know something. They're allowed to go after Joe Biden. Watch this time. This is so incredible. Cori Bush has asked, do you support Joe Biden? And it is the single most uncomfortable clip that, y- that has ever been broadcast. On, on TV, on, on national TV. This, this tells you everything. Watch. Do you want to see Joe Biden run for a second term? She's got to go. Yeah, I, you know. Uh, that's an easy question. It's not going to take long. Do you want to see Joe I, Biden I don't want to answer that question because we have not, that's not, yeah, I don't want to answer that question. Okay. Um, I mean, he's the president and he has the right to, to run for a second term. Absolutely. That's, but right but I don't want to, I don't, I don't want, I'd rather you not. Do that. Okay, so you got like two minutes to be in the car. Yeah, I know. I got to get to the. Well, thanks very much. The other thing. Okay. Appreciate it. I got to get to the other thing. <laughs> he has a right to run. <laughs> These are Democrats. These are the. This is the the future of the Democrat Party. Joe Biden has a right, I guess, to run for president. I guess they know that Joe Biden is fake. They know that he's an installed Muppet of a guy named Barack Obama who loved, by the way, to bomb people, to kill America. I mean, Barack Obama killed American citizens in drone strikes in the Middle East. So you have one president who's walking into North Korea, clapping him on the back. You have one president that's walking in and creating peace around the world. Not a single new war started. In fact, many wars ended under Donald Trump. And the squad's all about no new wars, right? And even the squad is like starting to like, like this, you can tell like the Ukraine, Gaza, that this stuff is starting to like break them, right? That's why you're going to, America's going to be unrecognizable in 10 years. You're going to have such a coalition of people on our side because I am also equally like against 
sending our blood, sending our children to go die in some desert. I am against that. I don't think I'll ever change my tune on that for the rest of my life. Fool me once, right? Iraq, Afghanistan. What do you think? I'm I'm against I'm like against it. This is how empires get destroyed, by the way. The they want to make new wars so that our empire is destroyed. This is how they this is how you're able to carve up an empire. You get them entangled in all these wars. Roman Empire, Greek Empire, German, uh, British. This is how, this is how you destroy empire. Dutch, French, every empire. Too many wars, too many time, too much too much debt, destroy the empire. This is what they're trying to do to America. If you don't want America to be destroyed, you're going to say, hey, let's pull back militarily. Like, screw you. America first. That, that's actually how you keep our nation together. It's amazing the amount of ground that they're losing right now. A man who would consider himself a justice Democrat, as they call themselves, the the like Tucker Carlson of the left, I think would be the right way to say this. Maybe it's maybe it's not the right way to say it, but his name's Charlemagne the God. He's a very like he has a huge show on the left uh, that is hugely popular with like fans of the squad, right? And this guy is off the wagon, okay? This is the most powerful voice, probably the most powerful independent voice on the left. Uh, when Joe Biden announced his reelection campaign in 2024, check this out. Biden running again? Joe Biden, man, Biden. You, listen, when you start your uh, a video off saying uh, whatever, you put out your statement, and it says, "Fucking, um, you're in, a, you're in condition to run." <laughs> God, I hate, bro. Like, like, Democrats are goofies, bro. Look how goofy y'all are. Y'all really are. Y'all really judge Trump and people who like Trump when you got this motherfucker running again. What did he say? Freedom. Oh Jesus. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. America's a sham longer for what he's To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally, and that everyone is given a fair shot. I'm not living in the three minutes of this shit, yo. The world is in shame. Aren't you embarrassed to be a Democrat? America is in shame. I'm not a Democrat. So, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. I'm not a Republican. Either. Yeah, boy. I'm nothing. Yeah, I'm not saying you got to be a Republican. I'm a. I'm just out here. I just. What about you, Chris? You like uh, you like Biden? You voting for Biden again? Uh, I think we could use a fresh new uh, person on the. That's seat. why it's whack that the DNC won't let nobody prime. They won't do no primaries next year, man. Do a fucking primary debate. Put, put Joe Biden up on that stage with Bobby Kennedy, who's challenging him, and Marianne Williamson, and whoever steps up to the plate, and let's have a discussion, yo. Baby, they're losing. They're losing. They're losing. Did you hear this guy? Again, you don't have to agree with him. I don't agree with him on 95%. But he's like, America's in shambles. I'm not a Democrat. I've left the Democrat Party because of Joe Biden and the corrupt DNC. And how many other people think this way? We have actually, we have actually a perfect distillation of this wing of the former Democrat Party that is now flipping to Trump. By the way, that same guy, the Tucker Carlson on the left, I mean, I guess it's the best way to describe him. Maybe I'm wrong. Hey, Alex, you can check me. But like the Tucker Carlson on the left, he has a massive viewership. This guy said, bring back Trump. He said it before. 
Charlemagne the God, said, bring back Trump. And he's not the only one. Our friend Shaney Rich has uh, this fantastic show where he goes out and just interviews people uh, generally in like urban areas or in communities that like you would never see a camera like pointed at. And are we ready to play? Is this a play beside? Yeah. Okay. Check this out. Just a little bit of it. But Shaney Rich just goes out into what I assume is like, what you know, what I assume is like an area that probably isn't like a Republican suburb, leafy suburb in Indiana, I would assume. I think there's probably an urban center in Miami and goes and asks people who I guess, like, what's the best way to say it? Aren't your typical country club Republicans, silk stocking Republicans? Oh, I like George H.W. Bush. So who are you voting for? It's amazing how CNN doesn't, it's like independent journalists who get this kind of content. CNN doesn't go out and ask these questions. Uh, these responses, man, they break the system. Watch. You know, we're Trump. Yeah, I'm with Trump. I don't know where everybody got against him. Yo, he was making the breadwinners, you heard? I'm a Democrat too, but okay, we Trump. We Trump back in office right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. I with Trump, to be honest with you, bro, for real, Trump really did the shit. And I like him because he's about money. It wasn't about no politics. He wanted to make America great again. Do Trump. That boy Trump, we making sure to get their bread. I ain't gonna lie. I'm thinking Trump for life. Trump for life. I ain't gonna lie. Blood on the Trump. Trump wanted us to get off our ass and get some money. Trump 2024. The truth. Everybody hold a piece of money. Trump really love balls. So Trump running it how it's supposed to be ran. And people just can't take it. And he putting out facts in front of the people. He ain't lying to the people. People just don't want to accept the truth. Trump, man. We rocking with you. So you, Trump? My dog. He was up. I put the money in our pocket. What world is this? You want a better path economically. He put America first. So. What world is this? I like someone. He put America first. Trump 2024, my brother. You know they can't get him for none of the real shit. We get it, gang. Yeah. I didn't used to like that. But now, bro, I realize that he meant- I didn't used to like him. He meant best for this country. Free Trump. Trump 2024. They all tricked y'all dumbass to get Trump out the chair. And now look how that shit on backfired on y'all dumbass. Trump got my back. Trump for life. Donald Trump. He showed his love. He showed his love. And he didn't stop. 2024 Trump. Trump 2024. from Baltimore. I ain't gonna lie. Trump my mother dog. Probably the best name for America right now, no cap. Really. Trump. My man Trump. He's gangster. I like him. I love him. Make America great again. Let's yes. go. Trump yes. Trump 2024, Trump 2028, Trump 2032. Man, listen. Trump for life. Trump for life. Come on. Well, wow. You'd think that CNN would be. Wow, this is very very interesting data. All these guys. Saying that Trump, Trump had him working. Trump had Trump. Had, Trump was making people rich, and had an economy that worked for everyone. Trump helped me get my bread. They tricked y'all dumbasses to get Trump out the chair, and look how that backfired. Trump, my mfing dog. Just quoting, okay? Just quoting. Boy. What are they going to do? Look at these polls. There's a real clear politics average. They can't beat them because the results are bigger than the propaganda. Look at how Trump has just carved 
a like carved up Joe Biden like a piece of old rotted wood. You can see ups and downs. That's just straight gain. What's interesting about this, if you zoom out, if we zoom out, Joe Biden doesn't move. Joe Biden goes down in his averaging, right? Joe Biden's going consistently down. Donald Trump, like, it's not that it's not that Joe Biden is is particularly like like moving any which one direction. He's like ticking down ever so slightly. It's that Donald Trump is carving out massive new audiences. That's what that is. Massive new numbers of people that typically would have never voted Republican are now moving that direction. Saying this, ladies and gentlemen, I want a guy who instead of making new wars, uh, straight up murders the people that try and create destabilization around our world. They want this back in the White House, the single greatest speech Donald Trump ever gave. Huge shout out to our production team for grabbing this uh, clip from the archives. He died like a dog. He died like a dog. He was crying. Bag daddy, don't cry, Abu. Abu, don't cry. You cry like a dog and you died like a dog. Those guys in the video want this energy back in the White House. He died like a dog. He died like a coward. He was whimpering, screaming and crying. And frankly, I think it's something that should be brought out so that his followers and all of these young kids that want to leave various countries, including the United States, they should see how he died. He didn't die a hero. He died a coward, crying, whimpering, screaming and bringing three kids with him to die. A certain death. And he knew the tunnel had no end. I mean, it was a uh, it was a closed closed end. They call it a closed end tunnel. Not a good place to be. So this was going on before you made the announcement that you're. Going I've been to looking for him for three years. I've been looking for him. I started getting some very positive feedback about a month ago, and uh, we had some incredible intelligence officials that did a great job. That's what they should be focused on. He died like a dog. Abu, don't cry, Abu. <laughs> People see that and they see the economic realities of what Joe Biden is doing. And what do they do? They go to where Joe Biden is, even if Joe Biden is inside of the most insulated possible location that you can put him, which is inside of like a, a black church handpicked in Charleston, South Carolina to have the boom clap hallelujah chorus like sing along with Joe Biden, whatever Joe Biden's mumbling, that they put Joe Biden this week inside of the most hermetically sealed, safe, secure location you could possibly shove him in, and half of the congregation boos Joe Biden off the stage. We don't talk about this enough because the news cycle is crazy right now, but this happened this week. Watch. In light, there's no path from this darkness. That's all right. That's all. That's all right. That's all right. That goes on for like the next four minutes. Joe Biden just sitting there. What do I do? This was supposed to be a layup. 
If you have a failing Democrat politician, you bring them to a black church where you can control in and out, where you can control who comes into the church. And it's a, a, a congregation that gets, you know, sort of whipped into a fury to like clap for the guy, even though we know they know he's a degenerate old racist. And this is the easiest possible layup. This is like a Republican. This is like Donald Trump speaking at the NRA. Okay. Like it's like the, the same thing. And Joe Biden couldn't even get through that this week. They're in panic. And you know they're in panic. Final thing we'll say on this. You know they're in panic because of this article that was published this weekend. Barack Obama going to the White House. Right here is the Daily Mail article, Royce. Barack Obama going to the White House to scream at his cutout. Barack Obama was in the White House screaming at Joe Biden this week on an off-the-books, off-the-books meeting. Are they going to do the old switcheroo? There's going to come a point where they pull the lever and they say it's done. You're done. And that's our ultimate contention here is that they've decided that they're going to pull the lever once all the primaries are done. Monday is the Iowa caucus. Uh, the New Hampshire primary happens soon after that and then South Carolina soon after that. And then all the states go. And they have effectively held off long enough to make sure that there's no contested primary. Then Joe Biden, they're going to make sure that Joe Biden uh, has a health issue and that Joe Biden can no longer run. He pardons his kids. He pardons his family, bows out and hands it over. The Democrat Party then becomes like the Soviet commissars to select their new leader. That's why Barack Obama was in there, give like the real the real president giving the resident of the White House an earful this week. They're getting sloppy and they're getting terrified. And they're getting concerned because they're the the people they depend on. The low, like like the the people they depend on, like the low information, typically don't vote voters that they depend on to go in and cast a ballot because a supermarket tabloid told them to, or a rapper told them to. The rappers are all saying vote for Trump. And, and and the the media commentators are saying we give us Trump back. Things have gone to hell. Things are in shambles in this country, and they don't know how to fix that. So they're going to get desperate. It's going to be wild, and they know that they can't stop what's coming, ladies and gentlemen. So keep your head on a swivel, keep praying. The energy is with us. They're allowed to criticize Joe Biden now. What does that mean? It means Biden's toast. It means Biden's done. That's what it means. Ladies and gentlemen, here's our election update. Big time uh, energy this week uh, with Donald Trump doing a town hall with Fox and with Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley doing like a parent-teacher conference. Uh, a bitter, embittered, like like an embittered, nearly divorced couple going to a parent-teacher conference to hear about their problem children on CNN. And it showed. Uh, Trump's Fox News town hall crushes Nikki Haley-DeSantis GOP debate ratings by a whopping 68%. We were streaming live, of course, during all of this and uh, didn't go well. Nobody wanted to watch the Ron DeSantis-Nikki Haley parent-teacher conference. Uh, Rand Paul, by the way, who has stayed quite quiet about the 2020 race is out this morning with a barn burner of a statement against Nikki Haley. Check it out. 
Good morning, everyone. As I told you yesterday, I'm ready to say something about the presidential race. I've had a long relationship with Donald Trump, and there's a lot to like there. I'm also a big fan of a lot of the fiscal conservatism of Ron DeSantis. I think Vivek Ramaswamy's been an important voice. Also, have listened to and met with the independent Bobby Kennedy. I'm not yet ready to make a decision, but I am ready to make a decision on someone who I cannot support. So I'm announcing this morning that I'm Never Nikki. If you go to nevernikki.net, you can let her know that you're not a supporter either. I don't think any informed or knowledgeable libertarian or conservative should support Nikki Haley. I've seen her attitude towards our, invent, our interventions overseas. I've seen her involvement in the military industrial complex, $8 million being paid to become part of the team. So an absolute, he goes on like an absolute flamethrower fest uh, against Nikki Haley. Whew, baby. Now, what Vivek told us yesterday was that Nikki Haley is the new Manchurian candidate. They're going to effectively try and take Trump out legally or whatever. They're going to get Biden to drop out. And then they're going to get Nikki Haley in as like effectively a Democrat running as a Republican. Now, what about a Republican running as a Democrat? Does that exist? Yes, it does. Joe Manchin this morning at uh, a big time campaign uh, signal, right, in New Hampshire. Why is Joe Manchin running around politics and eggs in New Hampshire? So Joe Manchin attending the presidential candidates forum at politics and eggs. What does this mean? It means that there is going to be a third party. They're going to create a uniparty ticket. That's going to be Mitt Romney and Joe Manchin running together. Uh, and Joe Manchin is schlepping around uh, that. I, I don't see that lane, but I think it probably hurts Joe Biden far more than it would hurt Donald Trump. You're not going to break away Trump's base. But ladies and gentlemen, I mean, it's going to be a wild. It's going to be a wild year. It's just going to be an absolutely wild year. Uh, here's Joe. Here's Joe Manchin from this morning. This is, of course, the uh, Democrat from West Virginia who's not uh, going to be running for re-election. Speculation of a big shakeup in the 2024 race is growing. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin is in New Hampshire today for a couple events with voters. Now, the moderate Democrat has not ruled out a third party bid for the White House. This morning, he had a few jobs for the president. When he got elected, and I think people were looking for some normality, uh, that's my best word, normality, some calm it down, let's work together. And that truly is what I thought his intent was. He's been pushed to the far left. That's the only thing I've said. And I don't know whether it's just basically the, the hey, you owe me because I got you elected and this and that. Mm, former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, meantime, also getting some attention. He has stepped back from his leadership role in the No Labels organization. Many are wondering what the moderate Republican is up to next. Mark Meredith. Ladies and gentlemen, um, it's going to be wild times. There is going to be a third party. It's going to be a huge spoiler for Joe Biden. It's going to be a massive, massive 2024. And we will be here for you. And we will, of course, be bringing you people who know a thing about a thing. And a man who knows quite a bit about the way that Congress operates is the great Tim Burchett from the state of Tennessee. Congressman joins us now. Congressman, typically I wouldn't uh, be asking you to agree with members of the Democrat Party in the House, but it seems like every Democrat is now publicly uh, tweeting 
that they hate Joe Biden. Like the entire squad's up saying like, our president is acting unconstitutionally. Our president is acting illegally. Uh, they're going to join you in an impeachment effort. What's going on? Uh, they draw the wagons in pretty tight, brother. And thank you for having me on. Last time I was on my ex account at Tim Burch, it exploded. And, um, <laughs> and one of my buddies who will go unmentioned in Congress, uh, who's very uh, outspoken as well, said, so there it is. That's my mom. That's my mom and daddy's grave right there at the top there with a little rock on it there. So thank you. Oh. Um, daddy fought the is Japanese. That- my mama flew an airplane during the Second World War, lost her brother fighting the Nazis. So they're they're buried in the same spot there. Mama's name and stuff's on the other side of that. But oh, would have been her hundredth birthday this week. Anyway. Is that, Arling- is that Arlington? No, that's Knoxville, Tennessee, right there up um, on North Shore. Um mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Daddy was gonna get buried at Arlington and I said and I told him, I said, it'd be cool if I could bring your grandkids by your gravesite. And he's and I said, I doubt I could do that in Arlington. And he said, all right, let's just bury it. We'll, we'll do it here. And that's where we ended up doing it. So it worked out perfect. But anyway, um, back to the point. What was the point? I'm sorry. I got off talking about my You, you said that a member of Congress, a member of Congress who's pretty outspoken, was telling you a thing or two about our last interview. Yeah, yeah. He was saying how I broke the Internet. <laughs> and I asked him, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And he said, no, man, the Benny show, that's rocking, dude. That is where it's at. And people back in Tennessee just were ecstatic that I, they couldn't believe that, that I was there. Um, <laughs> anyway, and I, I appreciate you, brother. But thank, And the one thing I appreciate you for is you're putting the dadgum truth out there, man. And that's what, that's what these knuckleheads can't stand is that when somebody like me you know, the 435th most powerful member of Congress, there's only 435 of us, by the way, gets out and says the truth. And then somebody like yourself, you know, verifies it. And then, you know, I, I had this reporter yesterday say, well, aren't you putting yourself in with Madison Cawthorn and all this stuff? You know, after I said I, I wouldn't release the names of any of these people that said they've been blackmailed. And, uh, and uh, you know, it, it, you'd think a reporter, a member of the media would honor that. No. Right. Heck no, they don't honor that, you know, because this is uh, the world. And and please quit calling Washington, D.C. the swamp, brother. The swamp is something God created. Swamps are pretty cool, actually. You know, there's a lot of life in there and everything. This is an open sewer, man. This is something man <laughs> created. It all just flows in and nothing yes. comes out. And it's just stagnant. Yes. But yes. Um, no, man, uh, this thing is 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 blowing up out of, out of control. I think more people are questioning who the heck were electing the Congress and they should. Yeah. And it's not, you know, we come up here, we go home, honestly, is okay if I call you Benny, Benny. Yes. Yeah. Right, Benny. We come up here and, um, and then we, we go home and, and throw the red meat out. Oh man, we're going to defund the UN. We're going to do away the department of education. We're going to stand with Donald Trump. And then what do we do when we come up here? Nothing. We sell our country out. We get insider trading information. We block any meaningful legislation that could that could stop that kind of crap. And then we run home and we and people are just like lemmings, you know, the little heads are up going, you know, and 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 they reelect us. But now there's people like you out there telling the truth and they're holding their feet to the fire and they're getting nervous. And that's good. And I, you know, I was uh, I got some pretty bad talking to about my last time on there on your show, but I hope I get more this time because you know, brother, when you're over the target, that's when they fire the most at you. They're they're giving me both barrels right now. I mean, I've got opposition that I was just reading an article in our local rag newspaper um, that 
was talking about my opposition and and that you know because Burchett's making unfounded claims over things. Well, every day, I mean, you go from Epstein to anything. And I, mean, I was talking. I read an article today where a former head, a former uh, high up in the FBI, was saying how how he felt like they were compromised by the communist Chinese. Now, you know, I mean, I don't know what else you got to do. What else you got to say, top to bottom, this trash can needs to be turned over. The voters get off your butt on election day and um, and, and do something about it. And people ask me who won the debate the other night. Donald Trump won the debate the other night. Mm. Had to be won the dadgum debate. Um, he wasn't there. He didn't have to be. And I love it when he says my name. You know how he says my name? He goes, Burchett. I love it. I actually, <laughs> they said they said one time that the guy said, you know, I told the president how to say your name. He goes, hey, how do you say Tim Burchett's name? And so he says it, and he goes, he said he looked in the mirror and goes, Burchett, Burchett, Burchett. So every time I hear him say my name, I dig that. Okay, so to all the haters and all the people, I know I understand how it works. You probably got brought in by leadership, and they said, "Stop saying that we're all blackmailed. <laughs> we're all, we're all, we're all uh, uh, having." There's like three letter agencies coming after all of us, and this is the headline. I want to play. I, I want to put up one headline since you brought it up, sir. I want to bring up, put up the headline that you created that went sort of worldwide uh, the last time you were on the program. Last time you were on the program, you said uh, that. There are congressmen who are getting blackmailed and getting drunk and ending up with attractive strangers naked, naked or uh, naked. if you don't mind me paraphrasing naked, naked. Uh, in a hotel. Room. Yeah, and know. lo and behold, sir, if I may, lo and behold, sir, nigh on three days later comes an article from the same here's the same publication, Daily Mail. Elite clients of high-end brothel busted in Washington, D.C., unmasked as feds seek to charge 28 people with buying sex. The 28 are believed to be made up of elected officials, government contractors with security clearances and military officers. God must have a sweet, ironic sense of humor. Congressman, he's about justice is what he's about. And that's what I'm about. And um, and just for the record. I have no suicidal tendencies and um, and I don't walk near cliffs or anything like that. So if, <laughs> if, I, if something happens to me on my plane trip home today, you 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 bring this article up. But um, and I'm not saying every member of Congress is compromised, but I want to tell you something. I was when I was in the state legislature, I'm not a drinker or smoker or anything, but I, I would always hang out with the liquor lobbyist. He was a guy named Tom Hensley. He was the golden goose. They called him. And he'd say, I don't represent, he said, I just represent tax collectors, Burchett. And he'd always had that big cigar in his mouth and his, and his expensive drink of Jack Daniels. And, you know, and he always was, uh, the local liquor distributor was a friend of mine, um, friend of my family's, my dad's. And they were always, they'd always take care of me, but, you know, it wasn't anything crooked. And he told me, he said, Burchett, he said, uh, I don't need to control the entire legislature. He said, I just need to control one chairman. And I've always remembered that. Mm. It doesn't need to control the whole thing. You don't need all 435 of us, just key people. And we've seen the Chinese do this. They even have a plan where they go out and recruit people at the lower levels, like in schools, SGAs, colleges, small town city councilmen. And they just, and then they get, get them at that level. They put out thousands of these things, these, 
these honey pots or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. in the hopes that one of them one of them leads them to the promised land and you know what they're doing a pretty good job of that pretty good job. how was how anything that you said controversial we were delighted that the clip blew up it was played on Jesse Waters' show and so forth uh, because you were telling, you were speaking the truth. We were asking questions to get to the truth, which is the first step, right? Like it's our job to actually ask the question, but then you told the people the truth. How is this even remotely controversial when our own federal government is busting massive sex brothels outside of DC targeting members of Congress, government elected officials and people with security clearances. And also our own FBI is doing preventative, doing, doing offensive briefings defensive briefings about Eric Swalwell sleeping with a Chinese spy How, I mean, along yeah. with multiple sex sex tape investigations that are happening on the Senate side and the House side. So there are ongoing sex tape invest their pornos being filmed in the House and in the Senate. And people are calling you a conspiracy theorist or you an extremist for yeah. noticing these things. Well, that's what they're using against me in my campaign back home. I mean, you've got and this crowd, honestly, Benny, they're more concerned about their portfolios than they are the people. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, if it all crashes or if, if the America, if America's doing great, they'll be waving that flag and doing great. But if it crashes, they're, they're going to be buying up everything at bargain prices. And that's, that's why the immigration issue won't get solved because your national chambers of commerce are the ones that have blocked this, any kind of reform at our border. Why? They're getting free labor in their shops. They're getting, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's basically under the, a lot of under the table. They're great working people. But I tell you what, 100,000 children are missing in that system. And I've been told and, uh, by f- folks about some of the stuff that's going on. And, and I, I don't fear the voters as much as I fear God Almighty. Because yes. he is going to, if we do not stand up, for what's going on at that border. And I mean that with all sincerity because there is some real evil that's coming down. And, um, and, and we as Americans know better and we've got to tell, we've, man, the money changers are in the temple, brother. We got to kick them out. Yes. And, and I, and I, I can't say that enough. I don't care if you're a Christian or whatever. I'm a Christian, but I, I lay awake at night. That's the one thing I worry about is losing our country. And, I, and we've lost our soul with these hundred thousand children, dude. And I'm, yes. it, I've seen too many reports and talked to too many people in the know about what's going on with that. And um, and we've got to and I, that's why I appreciate folks like you, man. You are unhinged and I dig it and I dig it. I, I thank God that there's people like you because our our local media, um, not so much our media, but a lot of our, our printed medium is uh, is compromised. I mean, they're out. They've lost us. And they've left us a long time ago. So they're simply servants of power, right? The corporate press are simply servants of power. It's their job actually to hold power into account. Instead, they take the paychecks, they take the 30 shekels of silver um, and the payoffs, and then they, you know, they betray us, the American people, by representing the powerful. And that's wrong. That's why we're really proud to be independent. And we can ask independent questions that people actually talk about when they're out for a beer with their friends. Like when people sit down at a bar, when dudes sit down at a bar and get a beer with their friends, like, did you see that thing about Bill Clinton likes him young, according to the Epstein documents? That's pretty sick. Are we actually run by a group of predators, an elite group of predators? Like, is this right? That's what got like, like dudes like ask questions like we're like, wait, what's wrong with our government? That's what normal people ask, because that's really concerning to a parent. 
the trafficked children. This is like stuff that is really concerning to normal people, but reporters aren't normal people and they have the wrong masters. And so there's so many follow-ups I want to ask on this. I guess we should start with two things. You've brought this up now twice in this short interview. Is there insider trading going on in Congress? Oh, 100%. But it's legal. You know, that, that's the thing. Is it ethical? I'd always, when I was mayor, we'd they come in, somebody come in, some snake oil salesman, and not, when I was mayor in Knox County, would come in as two terms, eight years, paid down debt, did crazy stuff like that, paid cash for schools. Gave people raises and didn't what didn't have to raise taxes. And these snake oil salesmen would come in and trying to uh, whatever. And they'd say, first thing out of somebody's mouth, they'd say, it's legal, boss. It's legal. And I'd say, but is it ethical? Because mm. legal is just, I mean, slavery was legal. I'd hate to compare anything to slavery. Horrible, horrible deal. But it was legal. But was it right? Hell no, it wasn't right. It was the worst thing ever. Yes. And that's 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 what they're getting by with on this stuff. It's legal and they block every bill. They just said, you know, I I voluntarily I my my seven thousand dollar portfolio, my buddy Tommy Seiler manages it for me and he does very well. So, you know, as you can tell, I come from money in my new Carhartt jacket. Um my wife got me for Christmas. But no, um, you know, it and that's a true story. I I, I don't I don't have individual stocks. I don't I don't do that stuff. And 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 we ought to get to that point. And um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Please. Here's the chart. This is publicly available information. Is it? Uh, there seems like there's one bipartisan operation going on in Congress. If there is a single bipartisan operation in Congress, it's members of Congress beating the S and P 500. I mean, look at look at look at the look at some of your colleagues who have uh, who are like Wolf of Wall Street. It's incredible. Why are they even in Congress? Congressman, I mean, they they could be making a mint for J.P. Morgan or for one of the greater one of the larger brokerages out there. Right. What are you even doing? So are you telling you, you're telling me that this is all insider trading? Not all of it. Um, a lot of them. I know they have their own stock brokers and and, you know, they have letters on file saying they have not told them what to do or how to do it. Um, there's I, I suspect some of them are just but their wife can do what? But their wife can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I don't like it. I think you you run for Congress. You make a sacrifice. You know, you don't you don't invest. You, you just it. I tell you the one that drives me crazy, though, brother. And I, I get I get the main looks and, you know, the from and I don't give a rip anymore. I'm over it. We're going to lose our country, brother. Um is is the uh, the missile defense issue you know when we sent those missiles to ukraine which i voted against by the way or i'm against all that out we but there were several members of congress on both sides of the aisle that just happened to own stock in the missile company corporate you know and then that had bought prior to that you know before the big announcement because what happened was we sent our missile defense system to ukraine but by doing so, by the rule or the law or whatever, we had to replenish that missile defense system. So mm -hmm. say we bought that thing a couple of years ago at, at a you know bargain basement price, probably got it on eBay for four or five billion dollars. You know good and well, dude, supply chain issues, it's gone up. So we had to replenish that. That's eight or nine billion dollars, you know, among friends. And then that gummit. Look what happened. And then, there, yeah, there's my tweet about the 44,000 arms valued over a billion. They failed to be tracked by the Pentagon. You know, the Pentagon, this is just such a crooked deal. And the Pentagon 
man, I get so, and that's why one of my big supporters in Knoxville no longer supports me because I made the mistake of calling them war pimps. And I said, you know, their business is war and their business is very good. Um, you know, we, we put all this money over there. We're not tracking it. We pay, apparently had a few million dollars in the, in the thing we sent over the 114 billion to track it. It's obviously not being tracked. The Pentagon gets audited in the history of audits have never passed an audit by their own admission. They are missing a half a trillion dollars in assets. Now, what the hell is that? What are their assets? Bullets, missiles, automobiles, I don't know, tanks, people maybe, but a half a trillion dollars. And then we rewarded them with what, 20 billion more dollars this year. Uh, it, Benny, it doesn't make, it's just crooked as, as we say in East Tennessee, it's crooked as a dog's leg, brother. And this is shady stuff. And, you know, and I, that's when I, when I kicked the hornet's nest, that's when I got a call from somebody who was, very high up in the Trump administration on a Saturday morning. I'll never forget. I was on my couch. He said, brother, you have kicked the hornet's nest at the Pentagon. He said, you need to get bodies around you. And I was like, wow. I don't know if I like the way that sounds. And wow. I, I said, this is East Tennessee, buddy. I got, I said, if anybody gets close, they know it. And everybody here is, is, is well, um, we believe in our second amendment, but you know, and do I take that stuff serious? Yeah. Is it changing my lifestyle? No. Um, but we got to get some guts, Benny. I know I'm not the, you know, I'm out here like some conspiracy theorist, but everything I've said, as you've stated, has been proven over and over again. And to think that we are the best that we can be is just wrong. We've got to. Okay. Well, there's another article. I lawmakers, lawmakers, we'll close that one. Lawmakers traded defense stocks as Middle East crisis escalated. This from October 2023. Seems to be backing up exactly what you're saying. Yes. Sir. So you're saying, so just to break this down, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm no financial expert, but if you're able to vote to spend taxpayer dollars to increase the value of stocks that you own, then that's actually how you get charts like the one we put up where various members of Congress are beating the S&P 500, because the Fortune 500 companies can't vote to spend billions to increase market caps for their companies, right? They have to do it the old-fashioned way, hard work. Absolutely. So these members of Congress, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them can just can simply vote to increase the value of the companies whose stocks they share, which is something that Nancy Pelosi did famously with the CHIPS Act and then buying uh, NVIDIA, Right. Yep. She she does she buys billions worth of not billions but millions worth of a, a Taiwan semiconductor company right before she passes an act to give that company a fortune. Yep. That should be patently illegal. That I mean people should go to jail for this, no? Well, according to the law they can't because we're members of Congress and that's um that needs to change. I I've, you know, AOC's worked on a bill. I've worked on one. It, it doesn't go anywhere. It'll pass in the House, doesn't pass in the Senate. You know, it's just, it's pathetic. It, it, yeah. and, and you know what? Voters, hold your people accountable. I don't care what party you're in, hold them accountable. Dad, gum it. It's just stuff like this makes me sick. And I, I, I can't tell you how many times you see stuff like this and you just kind of, 
don't pay it any more attention because it's just so obvious. So something that is also very obvious and that is, that is obviously verif- verifiably true is that our intelligence agencies and our three-letter agencies raided all of Jeffrey Epstein's houses and took all of his CDs, all of his pictures, all of his images, all of his recordings, all of his hard drives. They took all this information and they have it currently. They know who the clients were. They know who was on the other end of these transactions. The only people that have ever been punished are Epstein himself and then Jelaine Maxwell. But none of the clients were ever punished. The FBI has all this information. You've called for them to release this information. You've This is actually what got you in trouble talking about this the first time. But that's before we knew what Epstein was doing. Yeah. So it's great to have you back on the show because we were talking about this sort of in theory, Congressman. But now you've been proven right. We've yeah. seen some of these documents. We've seen some of the horrible uh, things that have been done. And we've heard from some of the Epstein victims in their own words, in their own testimony. And so why would our... CIA, why would our FBI be protecting a dead pederast? Uh, and why isn't there accountability for the people, especially Americans, who were clients of his? Because the big boys and girls, possibly, that were involved that are on some of those tapes are very, very influential. And I say release them all. You know, if there's there's minors on there, blur, them, blur out the faces, whatever. Um, but let's let's get to the bottom of this thing. And we will never, ever get to the bottom of this thing because at the base of it, 20 million conservatives, and I'm afraid evangelical Christians decided to stay home on election day mm. and elections have results. The trash can needs to be turned over. The sewer needs to be cleaned up. And until we decide where well, we got to put so, and you know, I know a lot of my conservative friends say, I'll merge it, but they steal it from us. Let's put so many points on the dadgum board, they can't steal it. Mm. Get to the polls. Challenge this stuff. Um, you know, challenge your state legislature. The only laws governing elections in states have to be done by state legislatures, not judges, not county court clerks. Challenge this stuff. And let's get to the bottom of it. Let's, mm. you know, we keep electing these prom queens and we think we're going to get a pit bull. And we don't. You know, the days, you know, and I and a lot of my detractors back home, they say the same thing. Oh, Virtue, you need to compromise. You need to get along. I say, where was the dadgum compromise when Pelosi was in charge? Yes. The only time they want to compromise is when we're in charge. Yes. And thirty four trillion dollars in debt is what this compromise has gotten us. And that just it just can't work anymore like that, Benny. It can't. We've got good people have got to stand up and. And get, I don't care if you play golf with a guy or a girl or he's, you know, went to school with him. Quit supporting these people that are letting our country go down the tubes because it's just it, it's too much, man. I got a on my Knoxville office. I got a 48 star flag on the wall that's behind me. I think at the last well, I think we were doing this last time as on my uncle's casket in the Second World War. He was too old to go fight. He was a head guy at a little school. I think he was in his 30s. He enlisted. They sent his butt home. He went back, ended up dying. He became a sergeant, went through basic training, became a sergeant, died died in the hedgerows. And my daddy said he would have been the type that had been president of university. Not these communists they have now, these left wingers that just allow all this woke stuff, DEI and everything else, but a legitimate guy that cared for the people Mm -hmm. and came from nothing. And he died and 
every day I look at that, I think, man, I did not want him to die in vain. Mm-hmm. And I think about my daddy gave four years of his life over in the Pacific to the day he died, to the day he died, when I would wake him up, I would have to do it by his big toe because he was in Peleliu. He was on Okinawa. There it is. He's on Peleliu. He was on Okinawa. He went to China and fought the communists. He killed people for this country. In my Knoxville office, in my house, I have several of the firearm guns that he took off of dead Japanese soldiers that he took part in killing. Um, you know, I can't stress with you enough just how precious what we have is. Mm-hmm. And every time I look at that mug shot of Donald Trump behind you, I just think how far we've fallen that they are using our, they've armed our court system and weaponized or whatever the, the, the new cool word is against against us. And they'll continue to do that until we say enough is enough. We got to take our country back, Benny. We're going to lose it. And I can't stress that enough with you, brother. I'm sorry I ran, I went on too long. I apologize. You, I did want to, I did want to cover something that you put up. My uncle Roy right there. He's the one who died. That's a 30 caliber Browning. He's in his thirties right there. I'm thinking that's pretty cool, man. What a generation. What a generation of people is so he so he tried to so he tried multiple times to enlist and he was finally able to go over and serve his country. Somebody who was kicked out of the military in a plum position that was handed to him by his father was Hunter Biden. Yeah. Hunter Biden was kicked out for crack use crack in the Navy. He, was getting, he had a plush PR job in the Navy. Couldn't even couldn't even <laughs> couldn't even keep that job. He was kicked out. The best story. The, the best story. He blamed two black guys on this. This is this has been reported. He said that he bummed a cigarette off two uh, African Americans in D.C. and they gave him. They secretly gave him crack. And that's how he. Bl- that's the official story from Hunter Biden. The Biden family. Look it up about why he was kicked out of the Navy. So this is the. So it's corn pop all over again. I think <laughs> for the Bidens. But anyway, that's not what this is about. This is about your tweet. You have a selfie with Hunter Biden this week. Yeah. There's there's you. Uh, with the iconic Carhartt now, uh, and there's Hunter Biden cr- causing a circus behind you, and you said that Hunter Biden couldn't stand up to a woman that he hasn't that he doesn't own, right? That he hasn't paid for, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, and he fled. He 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 fled, pissed his pants, ran uh, like stray dog from that hearing. Uh, it seemed like a bit of a circus. You were probably you were there to witness it. Your thoughts on Hunter Biden this week? Well. Actually, this picture is when I was walking in. I took a little creative, but because when he walked out, you know, I was sitting next. I sit next to Marjorie, and and I said, I said to her, I said he can't handle a strong woman, and then she said, you can't handle a strong woman. And uh, <laughs> but anyway, so um, you know, and I walked in. It was kind of funny. I go to this little conservative group. If you ever in D.C., I would love to you to speak to our conservative breakfast that we have on Wednesday morning. You would. You would love it. There's about 15 true believers in there from Congress, and you'll recognize some of them. Some of them you won't. But um, I'm walking in. I'm getting texts that morning from breakfast from reporters saying, hey, have you have you seen Hunter yet? And I'm like, what? I, I, Hunter's not supposed to be there. The press knew about it. The Democrats knew about it. They had mm-hmm. four chairs that were uh, up front where nobody was sitting in. It was just a – and then I'm told later – by a respected journalist, literally, that he's doing a documentary, and this is part of it. And the guy who's following, you don't see him, but you're sitting beside him, the purple or the whatever. Jacket. Kevin Morris, yep. Yeah, you know, he's the one who they're saying, 
who's who who now is claiming he's an attorney. Uh, he's his attorney, and he's not. He can't be called in for questioning because of you know client privilege, whatever. And so, um, it was a clown show, and it was it was very unfortunate. And Jamie Comer, you can see, just sitting there, like, what are you going to do? The guy walks in, he walks out, and he's just playing up the press. And the press is a bunch of lap dogs. But I was there was one guy who kept following him, and asked him what kind of crack he smoked, which I thought was kind of humorous. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I said, oh, that didn't happen. And then I listened to it again. And I was like, sure enough, there's some old guy back there who just kept, hey, what kind of crack do you smoke? <laughs> and it just kept, you know, but I mean, it's pitiful, dude. The thing, this guy's that $20 million plus dollars had flowed through this guy. And then the statutes run on, on his tax evasion, apparently on some of it, to think you and I, I mean, I, if you sell $500 worth of stuff on eBay, you're getting, you're getting noticed by the IRS. This guy's into the millions, millions of dollars. And they've set up 22 different shell corporations, 20 bank accounts, letters from banks saying, hey, they're not selling a product. And the Democrats, what do they say? Oh, what about Trump? He he did all that. I said, yeah, he sold crappy ties and cheap steaks. I mean, you know, he sold a product. Let's be honest. And he was in real estate. This guy, he doesn't even try to hide it. He just takes it because he's influential. You know, and he and he does paintings or something. I paint Bigfoots, and I can't get anybody to give me a nickel for one of my my drawings of Bigfoot. Um, you know, so what the heck? I, I can't get I, I can't get I can't get one of these fancy art studios with a some kind of latte offering me to put my paintings up. We'll take we'll take one for the studio. If you send me a painting of Bigfoot, Congressman, it will be hanging in the studio. Well, it's more uh, of a sharpie of Bigfoot. I don't I, okay. I don't want to get out of my medium. St- <laughs> Your team is demanding that we wrap. There's so much more we wanted to get to. Your team's demanding that we wrap. Apparently, you have a plane that you're going to miss. Right. One, uh, you, you said that, Hunter, I just want to get this on the record. You said that Hunter Biden's made millions and nothing's going to happen to him. Have you, do you know that Nancy Pelosi insider trades? She makes money. I don't know. Her husband makes a lot of money. He's, there's actually stockbrokers now. I was told by some stockbrokers that actually follow their trades. Mm-hmm. So that, and they just mimic theirs. So, um, you know, I don't know what she does. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't care. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. The whole bunch is, this is, this trash can needs to be emptied, Benny. Yep. And you're just the guy to help us do it. Hey, let's do it. Flip it over. Make your flight, Congressman. God bless you. Thank you, Benny. God bless has me. blessed me. And you stay safe, brother. And remember, Tim Burchett is not suicidal. We'll see ya. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. And it's X at Tim Burchett. All right. Thanks. Put it up. Toss up the account. Make sure we get the follows. 125,000 people can't be wrong. Here is the account. Everyone go follow. And if you do follow, you'll see bangers like this Tim Burchett with the uh, CIA heart attack gun. CIA unveils heart attack gun, <laughs> yeah. battery operated gun that shot a dart, frozen water, shellfish. Yeah. I get the mini bump every time I'm on you, man. I get a bump for my my Twitter goes dessert. Thanks, brother. See ya. Watch out for the heart attack gun. You got it. See you, bye. <laughs>
And we're going we're gonna to keep asking. We're going to keep asking because of you. You heard the congressman. This is like the this is multiple times this week, actually, that members of Congress from both parties have complimented our show. Can we get the screenshot, Royce? I'm asking for this um, of Jamie Ras- Ratskin putting up our show's name in the Hunter Biden hearing. The first thing that happens in the Hunter Biden hearing is our show gets a massive shout out from the Democrats. If you wish to keep our show independent and you wish for us to remain uh, able to do the interviews and to not have any strings attached to us uh, and to be able to push on these issues. And we are making headline news across the world because we don't have strings attached. We have no corporate overlords. We have nobody pulling the strings. We aren't owned by anyone. We have a 100% independent staff that has built this all from the ground up for you. Please consider joining the Benny Brigade. Please consider going to our website right now and joining the fastest growing uh, independent conservative media ecosystem of free thinkers in a subscription that costs less than a $5 foot long uh, a year. And ladies and gentlemen, we would really appreciate it. The reason why is that, um, quite frankly, you don't make a lot of friends <laughs> asking these questions about the intelligence agencies of Jeffrey Epstein um, and about how Congress actually operates. That interview that we just did will probably lose a lot of guests, members of Congress who would regularly want to come on the program. They'll 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 cancel on us <laughs> because they, we're asking these questions. But you deserve to know the truth. And so please, ladies and gentlemen, go to BennyJohnson.com slash brigade and sign up today. It would be a blessing to us. You can also check out our brand new merch store. Uh, at shop at bennyjohnson.com and you can uh, see some of the new based products we have there come on the salty army tumbler baby look at that look at beautiful look at that beautiful tank with the salt on it we out here our verse of the day from isaiah 35 say to those who have an anxious heart be strong fear not behold your god will come with vengeance and with recompense of god he will come and save you Vengeance is the Lord's. Okay. It's our job to be strong and to fear not. Look at the look at the verse. Be strong and fear not. Ask the questions. Seek out truth. Attack not, not physically, but like expose those who harm children. Man, the harshest words spoken by Christ are about people who harm children. Giant rock is going to be tied around their neck and they're going to be thrown in the ocean. It's better. That's actually better than what's going to happen to them. So when we cover Epstein, when we cover Bill Clinton, when we talk about all this, it's because we've been commanded by Christ to do so. We are simple Christians on this program, and we simply wish to encourage you with those words from the holy book. Be strong and fear not. God's got our back. Have that carry you into the weekend with confidence and with strength. May God bless you. It is your boy, Benny. This is the Benny Show. See ya.